Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast that's suitable for all ages from to and everything in between. I'm very much Tiernan and look, uh, since last week's podcast, I have received so many messages uh, that are all about exactly the same thing. Uh, let me just read some of these to you. Um, this this one, we've got a... Who is this part goblin you mention? Why have you not mentioned them before? Uh, that's from Gordon Snake, uh, the forest, aged 12 snake years and one weasel year. Um, and then we've got... Oi, oi, oi! What have you never said about this pod goblin before, eh? Why have we never heard about him before? Um, and that's from Susan Police, who lives in the bin and is five minutes old. Um, and then there's this one. Moose! Pod goblin! Moose! And that's from 578NFP, the robot moose who's based in Luxembourg. And of course, there's this one, which is Excusez-moi, Monsieur Duyeb, qui est le pod goblin? Est-ce que qui est le petit chapeau? And that's from uh, Mademoiselle Lejumes, who is Soixante-dix Raison Anne's. Um, and look, I'm just pulling out this random one from the big, big pile uh, that all ask me the same thing. Who am I? I've never heard of me till you mentioned me last week. Love Podgoblin from the United Mushrooms. Um, and look, it's a good question. Uh, it's so good. In fact, I've I've even got this one. Um, it's exactly these sorts of revelations about podgoblins that you bring up out of nowhere with no warning or memos to the office. And that's why I'm taking another year off sick from Linda. Linda? Linda? Oh, I guess she's off sick. Well, if you remember, I did mention last week when talking about how you review this show that one way to do it was to whisper what you wanted to say and how many stars you wanted to give us uh, to the Pod Goblin on the 12th of Jultember at 4.94pm. Um, but it was quite tricky and he always picks his nose, so it wasn't worth it and you could just go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Amazon Music or whatever. Um, and look, I get it, I get it. That's a lot of new information for any of you who weren't aware that there was a Pod Goblin at all. And I'm sorry, right? I thought everybody knew about the Podgoblin, but of course, uh, it's just because I'm super old and I remember all the olden ways that we had to do things before the internet existed. Because you can now get your podcasts from all these different podcast sites and download them straight to your phones and your tablets and your robot ears. But back then, it was very different, right? To get a podcast or to review one, you had to wait for the Podgoblin to visit and he'd have a small sack on his back that for one gold tomato you could have a look through. And uh, he'd pick his nose and you'd pick a podcast you like and then you'd take that home to play on your podcastable contraption powered by 16 gerbils and raw cabbage juice and that would be all you could listen to until the Podgoblin came back round again two to three decades later. And that's just how all things were back then, you know? It was very different. You couldn't just stream music. You had to get it from an actual music stream that was wet and the tuna fish would carry a song on their backs and if you didn't grab it as they went past or catch them in a net, then you weren't allowed to hear music till Christmas. Oh, and don't even get me started on TV shows. You can watch whatever you like on the telly nowadays. But when I was small, because I drank that shrinking potion, which was a mistake, so I thought it was some juice. Well, when I was small, the TV wagon would only come through the village during the screaming of the horses and the little telly lady would wring her knees and yell out all the shows she had as she went past. Ring, 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 ring. I've got two spring watches, one Paw Patrol and a bucket of 10 o'clock newses. First come, first serve. And you had to ask your soggy earwax bins. Sorry, grown-ups for a fresh donkey's egg to pay for one before annoying Kevin down the street bought all of them in one go, which he always did. He was so annoying. 
So, as you can see, things are very different and no one really needs the Pod Goblin services anymore, but I try to visit him just to kind of, you know, make him feel busy, make him feel wanted. It's not nice when, when suddenly the job you do like isn't needed anymore. Um... So, yeah, that, that's what that was about. And sadly, it's nowhere near the 12th of Jewel-Tember at 4.94pm. Um, otherwise, I'd introduce him to you, but he's not going to be around because that's the only time that he is around. So I'm very sorry about that. But you were all right to ask. And next time I just mention these sort of things flippantly on the show, you should definitely write in and ask what on earth I'm talking about. So I just forget that not everyone understands, you know? Not everyone is as old as me. Um, and of course, you could also write in to me about anything else you like to, whether it's jokes you want to send in or an intro for the show or questions you'd like me to find a guest to answer for you. Um, and you can do that by asking your soggy earwax bins. I'm sorry, grown-ups. To help you email me at podcast at comedy club for kids.co.uk and don't forget to check out our live shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk I'm doing uh, a few of the ones coming up over the next few months so do come along and shout at me if I'm at a theatre near you um, and you can grab our t-shirts and book at comedyclubforkids.store and I just I mean you didn't even want to know what it was like trying to buy a t-shirt or book in the old days let alone having to wait for the Comedy Club for Kids show eagle to sick up a full live show into your area which it would only do on a glum day where the temperature was banana degrees it was it took ages. Um, I've got a big ask for you all this week, please, listeners, which is that obviously in the old days to let everyone know about a podcast, you'd ask Jeffrey, the man with the big drum, to bang on about it in the village centre and word would be spread in no time. Though, of course, then they couldn't get the podcast because the pod goblin, they had to wait till the uh, 12th of Jill-Tember. Anyway, but enough of that because... That's not how it works anymore. And I just wondered that if you enjoy this show and it makes you laugh, you know, with all its important history lessons uh, and and all its educational value, then please could you tell your friends to listen um, too? Because maybe they would like it. Maybe tell everyone in your class, tell all the people that you like talking to that they should give it a try too. Maybe also tell your family, tell your pets, tell people in the supermarket, um, tell the people on TV. I know, just, just call up random numbers on the phone, tell them as well. Anyone you can think of really. The more people that listen the more of these shows um we can do uh so just spread the word that would be very very nice obviously uh, if you know anyone who's 100 years old don't tell them about the podcast as they'll just get upset when they aren't allowed to tune in so thanks for that um, and I've just realised while waffling on uh, that in them old and timey wines, you could totally trick the pod goblin into coming early by just changing the date on your calendar because he's an idiot and he, he didn't sort of realise doesn't know how calendars work so I reckon I can try that again you know I'm going to have a little go while you all listen to this most importantest bit. Easy mistake for me to make because, you know, back in my day, we didn't have rain. Returning to the podcast once again is the mighty Ed Petrie, a.k.a. Ned Fleetree, a.k.a. Skinny Bojangles Spatula Wiz, the fastest milk drinker in the biz. And as our UA-speaking listeners will, of course, know you, Nutsua Sianana Medea Aduk so ne nakuu dizzy but of course ed you are most famous for inventing the youtube trend of wyatt burp which encouraged people to dress up like a famous cowboy and then burp for revolutionizing ice cream by inventing a it might be wasps flavor and perhaps your most legendary feat which was winning the ultimate world championship staring contest 2012 to 2017 by constantly beating the eyes on a potato um ed it's great to have you back on the show how are you Wow! Wow! I'm very well. Wow! You got it, as you can see. It's amazing, and I you, what I like is it, like sometimes, um, and and listeners might not know this, but if you go see like a band that you really like, and they they've got that one hit that you really like, they they won't do it. They've got this like pro, like oh, we're not going to do that hit because it was too famous. And and I was worried you had that with the with the Wyatt Burp, but oh, no, you're no, still very no. happy to. I Wyatt Burp everywhere. Yeah, school talks, funerals. <laughs> Just a constant, <laughs> constant storm of Wyatt burping everywhere I go. And I bet it cheers people. Like, it's impossible not to be cheered up because I think however you feel about burps, and I personally am a fan, but however you feel, I think the cowboy element of them then makes them really enjoyable. Oh, absolutely. Although, now you come to mention it, I'm not sure the people at the funeral did enjoy it that much. Oh. I thought it would cheer them up, but didn't seem to have the desired effect. Well, that's, I mean, I say that's on them. I, I, I don't know of any situation that... It, yeah, lighten up, work. funeral goers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This has already taken a very dark turn for a children's podcast. 
Well, hey, but listen, this is as as we like, this is for people of you say children's, but it's just suitable for all ages except one hundred. Long story, we'll talk about that later. Of but, course, but yes. oh, is... I forgot about your uh, overwhelming prejudice for uh, people who are a hundred. Well, yeah, it's not it's not a prejudice if it is based in in fact and reality, which is that people who are a hundred have got other. They don't need this podcast, and uh, frankly, it's rude of them to listen to it and take away listens from other people. Do you know what I mean? They've, they've got their letter from, you know, the royal whoever. They get a letter. People all have a big, like, you're 100, let's make you a cake that looks like a 100 or whatever. They they get special things. Mm. I feel like them then listening to the podcast as well. Yeah, at least, is, at least, at least the Queen had the common decency to uh, shuffle off this mortal coil before she was 100, so she didn't have to send herself a letter. Yeah, I think that was probably part of it. I don't think she wanted to. I because it, can you imagine writing yourself a letter? It'd be yeah, it'd be weird, wouldn't it? Oh, she was like, always, dear she, me. Every box that woman, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Hang, can I just check? It wasn't her funeral that you did the Wyatt Burpat, was it? No. <laughs> No, okay, few, few. Just because we well, could get in a lot of trouble on this podcast <laughs> if, uh, if at the royal funeral you had uh, done a, done a white bird. I think I'd be yeah. even more famous than I am now if I uh, if I had sure, done. Sure, sure. I just, I just had to check because I didn't pay attention to everybody. A lot of people attended that because it was a big event, and I just wasn't sure. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't hear about it on the news, so I, no, I was just doing. Sure. I was just doing it at home privately as a mark of respect. That's that's well, that's lovely, and and I think that is the way that it. <laughs> That that was a very sensible thing to to do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, no. Well, so I was just saying, you know, this is we have all ages listening to this, and I think I think that, that funerals are something that happens in life. So are a school assembly, so are weddings, and you know, a, a professional like yourself has to know which of these events you need to. You're yeah. to. I mean, a school assembly is even worse than a funeral, actually. So I'm sorry for mentioning them as well. Yeah, that is true. It depends on what they're about, though. Uh, doesn't it? Because sometimes you just all sing a song and then somebody might fart and uh, and it's all awkward. Most you of know, my like... school assemblies were about our deputy headmaster's golf. Oh. <laughs> Weekends. He'd talk about his golf and then he'd say, and it's a bit like Jesus, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. he said, I got Was a he... hole in one. And getting a hole in one is a bit like Jesus. And then he'd talk about Jesus for a, f- a few minutes. Wow, that's I mean that's that's amazing. I've never, I don't think I ever had anyone talk about golf in ours. We just had to sing songs about harvest or whatever it was, and then and then I don't know somebody from somewhere would do a poem about I don't know Halloween or and whatever it was. Yeah, was we did a bit of that, there. but there was there was an yeah. awful lot of inappropriate golf anecdotes as well. Wow, I'm I feel like I missed out on all of that. Yeah, I think he was freestyling on the way into work. What should I talk about today? But he only had two interests in life, golf and Jesus. But do you feel like you are now super knowledgeable about golf and that you've now gone on to become an incredible golf champion because of all this knowledge? Uh, well, no, because um, no, because every time I watch the, watch the Open, I'm waiting to see when Jesus is coming out to play. He never does. No, he's he's saving that up. That's going to yeah. be a big. I'll be for one of the anniversary PGA anniversaries. I think mm. probably. Yeah, it's a bit like how like um, the um, the Super Bowl halftime special. They they have really big guests, but then every sort of anniversary they have an even bigger guest. You see, mm. so think, it could I be Jesus. Maybe next year be Jesus. Might it might be who who's who's to say? Uh, is, that gives all a wake up call, wouldn't it? That would make me think. It I would, Oh, maybe I should have paid more attention in RE. Well, I, I mean, I was going to say, I was going to say exactly the same thing. I think it's very important to. It's why you should pay attention to all these assemblies. You don't know what tidbits of knowledge. Um, you know, I, I know how to collect a lot of tins of beans uh, around autumn time. Although, if Jesus did come back to Earth, I think, I think the Super Bowl would be a bit too jazzy for him. He wasn't that kind of a guy. He, he, uh, he liked to lay no. pretty low. I think he'd probably. It would be like um, lawn bowls or something like that. He'd come, he'd oh, come perform at the good final. Choice. Yeah. I, well, I think that Winter Olympic sport where they have the brooms, you know, where they the shuffle. What do you call it? Um, oh, curling. <laughs> curling. That's it. Where they where they have to sweep the floor. They have to sweep the ice before the thing, which always then means like, it's it's a sport, but it's also like cleaning. Yeah. Which is strange. No, and he'd like that because he was a very thoughtful man, wasn't he, Jesus? So, well, there you go. I think this is... Uh, sport yeah, that involves I, cleaning. <laughs> he'd like that. 
This is just remind me of when I used to I used to present TV at Nickelodeon years and years ago. We used to play a game with the kids in the studio that was curling. We used to call it curling one out. Oh wow, wow, yeah. that is good. And did everyone get that you were talking about poos? Uh, yes, probably. I don't think it was quite as clever as we thought it was. I think we thought we were going under the radar. <laughs> <laughs> but I think everyone that because surely all the listeners must know that term for uh pooing. You must know that curly one out. Well, they do now. And they do now. They've learned it. And I always, whenever I watch the Winter Olympics, and it's like curling, and then you see a team of people. You just assume they're going to poo on some ice. And then that's why the other people have to brush it away because there's poo all over the ice. That's how it started. Yes. That's how the brushing started. And then the poo would have frozen, so they'd have to sort of push it away. Yes. Yes. Of course. The origin of sport. Always interesting. I, I think there's a lot in the names of sports, like skeleton which is the one where people hurtle down the kind of ice shoot head first. I'm pretty sure that comes from the fact that like people break every bone in their body yeah. by doing it. Cause it's terrifying. That yeah. must be. Yeah. And don't even get me started on when you play games on the Nintendo Wii. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's that caused a lot of issues. Yeah. And the Wii remote, which you could just aim at people and then they wet themselves. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it worked, wasn't it? That's what I assumed. No, that was just you. No, was that just me? It it was very embarrassing, but I thought when it happened to everybody, it was okay. You just point the Wii remote, press A, B, and then and then instantly wet yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just it was just me. Oh, that's sorry. Oh, I should I should have been. Yeah, I should have been a lot more embarrassed than I was. Then I was quite. I I thought everyone was joining in. Oh, this is tricky. Wow. I'd, I'd say the one that I um, never understood was the Xbox, because an Xbox is a box that used to be a, like, it used to be a box. That's what that means. An, an X- Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just saying it's a, it's, it was a box. It's now. Yeah. I don't think that's much of a boast. No, not really. Uh, I've never actually seen an Xbox, so... Uh... I suppose I couldn't because it doesn't exist. No. It's well, an this Xbox. Is, is a flattened box, did a flattened box used to be a box? Is that now an Xbox? Oh, maybe. Or, or does it have to be something that was like, it was a box and now is nothing? This sounds like the sort of thing Father Christmas gives you when you've been naughty. Not a. Yeah, you've got an Xbox. Not a desirable piece of uh, consumerism. It's, maybe it's a box with a hole cut out of it so you can put it on your head and pretend you're on telly. Yeah, and that's how in all the games they just tell you these games are on it, but then you have to, you have to act it out. That's what I did at home when uh, all my CBC work dried up over COVID. <laughs> just got to my spare room on my own and put a box on my head. Did you have any successful TV shows? Any with with that? Was it anything breakthrough? I don't know who who your audience was. Uh, there was all over my house where I I uh, it was like a travel show, but it was all over my house. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was successful. Nobody watched it, obviously. Oh, sure. Some of the best TV shows are ignored. Yeah, I think so. And I'm going to make that sweeping statement and provide no examples. Well, I based a whole career on it. You've done. You've done very well, though. I mean, look at you now with your your Wyatt burping and your ice cream flavors. Yeah, you know, you've done very, very well. So. Yeah. Although, the one of those things you said about me was a lie. Oh. Yeah, but I'm going to leave it up to the listeners to guess which one. Oh, well, it was on your on your Wikipedia, so I just sort of assumed. Uh, you can't believe everything you read on Wikipedia, Tiernan. No, well, not one. Well, obviously, clearly not, especially now, not as you say, one was a lie. Uh, do, do you go to your. Are you sort of inserting lies into your Wikipedia to catch people like myself out? Exactly, yes. To make sure now I know that you don't have a, a subscription to the Encyclopedia Britannica and you're not a proper researcher. Well, that's very rude. That just because I don't, I don't have a subscription to the Encyclopedia Britannica. Um, I well, don't put out a podcast and with facts about people. Is that where you have? Is that do I have to have that? Is that like a qualifying thing? I didn't realize. Yeah, otherwise it's just you're just feeding the fake news machine, aren't you, Tiernan? Well, I mean, I've got two out of three of the facts correct, so I'm only feeding it with like I'm only giving it like a snack. When you when you got a, when you've got a podcast called Radio Nonsense, people are expecting, you know, extremely well conducted research. 
sure. Yeah, that is the problem. Maybe I should have called it something less serious. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's the radio. The audience. I yeah, I should have gone. I don't know. Xbox, Xbox silliness. Did you hear me dropping a pen then? Is that what that was? That, that, did you hear that? Well, there's a man yes. drilling, and then there's, and then I, I'm a fiddler. I'm always fiddling. I just can't stop. Not, not the, not the music. Not like the violin, like the the small violin. Yeah. No, no, I'm not like stimulating people to a river dance everywhere. No, I'm just, uh, just, sure. I just fiddle with things, and I dropped a pen. So I'm very sorry. That's very unprofessional of me. That's right. Can I ask what the man drilling's got to do with the the pen? Because is he like because you sort of I hadn't noticed the man drilling, and I don't know if we can hear it. I don't think listen uh, be able to hear it. But with but you mentioning him and you dropped the pen, it almost like you weren't expecting him to drill, and it made you drop the pen. Yeah, no, he's surprise. drilling out of anger. He just uh, he's my next door neighbour, and he hates the sound of me dropping a pen. And when I do, he goes ah, and he drills the wall. Wow, he must have a really like just a lot of holes in the wall. Yeah, we've got to have a terrible relationship. His ba- his house is very poorly insulated. Yeah, it must be. It must be just full of holes. Yeah, exactly. It probably looks like cheap. Maybe lots of bu- bug hotels. You could let a lot of little bugs sleep <laughs> in there. <laughs> it's, very, it's good for the good for nature. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like people say, but you got to do a bug hotel outside with bits of wood and that. But he's saying, well, it's cold. I could just have a little bee sleeping. Yeah, paint or paint it yellow and uh, sell tickets for everyone to come see the world's biggest Swiss cheese. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's they do that in Australia, don't they? Have you you've you've been out and done the Melbourne Comedy Festival and things, haven't you? I have not. I wish. I wish. Oh, I'd, I thought I'd you had. Oh, they. The... Because there's nothing to see in Australia in like every town to try and get people to come to the town. They just build a big version of something. So they'll have like the big, the, the world's biggest ball of twine, the world's biggest banana, the world's wow. biggest cockatoo. Wow. Yeah. Go on Google and, and check them out. The world's Australian world's biggest. There's a, they've built, they've built a lot of big things and some of them, some of them are very unimpressive. That's amazing. I, I, there's a bit of me though that wants to build one that's ever so slightly bigger by like a millimeter, just so they have to rename it. Just to stuff it up for them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Someone did that with out. the uh, the world's longest. So the so the world's longest place name was. Oh, I used to know. I used to know how to pronounce it. How many? Clanvar Puth Gwingingith Gwindrobeth Clantasilio Gogogoch. Wow. That was amazing. It was, it was in Wales. And so people used to come from all around to take photos of the railway station. And then so a man up the road changed the name of his field to something a bit longer than that. Ah. Uh, just, just to annoy them. Spiteful and amazing. I yeah. kind of respect it, though. Yeah. Like, why Why not? Yeah, I like that. It's, it's that thing of like just building like the biggest board of twine, but they're just putting a little flag on top, so it's slightly bigger. Or just doing yeah. something really petty that goes, ha ha, I, I, you can't call it that anymore, and I win. Imagine having a garden, you, you just had a garden, big garden just full of the world's biggest things just to spite other people. <laughs> but also then so many people come to your garden because they wouldn't have to travel everywhere to just see one thing. No, but you did, then everything. just despite them, you'd build a massive wall around your garden so they can't even see them. <laughs> and you get the the, world, the Guinness World Book of World Records, you get them to come around and they measure them and they go, yes, that is the biggest. And then you're like, yeah, it's in there. It's all in there, but you can't see it. And have lots of, you can put all that. I don't really understand how it works, but and I see signs for anti-climb paint. And they always say anti-climb paint like is on this wall, so you can't climb it. I don't know what it does. I don't know what happens if you... I've never dared to climb it. No, I think um, it takes you to... Uh, have you seen um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? I have indeed, yeah. yeah it probably does that. It just it sends you to a, to another dimension. If you wow. Climb so you can't it. climb things. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's quite excessive. I just assumed it might be a bit slippy or would like make your hands go blue or something. But this is like, if you've tried to climb, we're going to send you to a dimension where yeah, everyone's Yeah, send them to another dimension. Or... It's what they deserve. Wow. If you climb on old Fred's garage, you deserve to be separated from your family, friends and planet Earth that you know and love forever. And live in a dimension where I know all waffles are made of cats or something. something it'd be something that'd be slightly weird and, and uncomfortable. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what, what I've they heard. What deserve. From. Wow. 
Wow, it's quite harsh. It's a lot... <laughs> so would you say, when I come on this podcast, would you say we talk more or less nonsense than normal? It's very tricky, actually. Um... I feel like I talk a lot of nonsense. Yeah, I talk... Yeah, I, I talk quite a lot of nonsense in, in every day. I spent a, a good hour uh, the other day with my daughter trying to work out what the correct impression of a tiger doing a poo was. Right. And that was, uh, and she reckoned it was sticking your tongue out, closing your eyes, one thumb up and going, and, I, and I'm not sure that is how a tiger would do a poo, but she was assistant. So. This podcast has obviously addled your mind. I'm, uh, I'm so much less fun than that. Things I say to my kids are just are things like, brush your teeth. Yeah. And stop that. Yeah, I do I do say those I say those things as well. And I say I've got um I had a brush your teeth song for a while, but apparently it's not cool anymore. But I'd I'd sort of worked it out like you know, to try and get her to brush all of her teeth like at the right and so it's little circles, little circles, round and round little circles. But it's, yeah, it's not it was it was really cool when she was three. Now she's four and nearly five, it's not. Oh no, no, no. Stop it, so yeah, you have to get some proper, get it properly produced with. Yeah, so I need to get a backing. Band get Doctor and... Dre to uh, produce it for <laughs> you. And maybe you'll get another year or two. That is, that is absolutely. Taylor Swift on the backing too. vocals. Gosh, I think they'd be up for it. You know, mm. they're sort of keen to help the world, and particularly tired parents who want their kids to brush their teeth. I just get my children to brush their teeth through through fear, just just. Uh, just telling them that they're going to be in agonising pain for the rest of their lives unless they do yeah. it. Yeah, that's fair. That is, I mean, that's a good way to do it. There's, I suppose it's a bit like how the anti-climb paint works. It's just unnecessarily vicious. Yeah, unless you brush your teeth, your teeth will disappear to another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> and be replaced I'll by marshmallows. Your, I'll swap your toothpaste with anti-climb paint. No, actually, that no. wouldn't work. So they wouldn't brush their teeth and they would save themselves the... I'll, I'll swap all the chocolates with anti-climb paint. There'll be something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I, I'll, I'll get a pot of anti-climb paint just to have it as a as a threat. I think it's a very good idea. It's a very good idea. Well, l- l- listen, I mean, Ed, it's it already, already I feel that listeners have learned possibly too much uh, fr- from this chat. But, I, um, you know, I've, I've been sent some questions. Uh, it's oh, the yes. reason I've asked you back is I've, I've been sent these, these questions. In fact, three questions, but we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, before I ask you, the questions that I think are pretty much for you. Um, got to do some admin. You, you've done this admin before. I do appreciate mm-hmm. that. So I'm sorry to, to ask you again. Uh, but uh, I know you're aware this is an audio podcast. It's suitable. Well, all our listeners listen to it, uh, preferably with their ears. They may all listen, also listen with their bums, their knees. We don't discriminate however they want to do it. Um, and I just wondered if you've got a favourite noise um, that you could preferably make for us or, or at least describe. Uh, oh, it's, it's the sound my dad makes when he's happy. <laughs> what sound is that? Well, it's the sound of whatever the last piece of music he heard was. And then he goes around the house singing it subcon. But he has no idea that he's doing it. I don't know if you had any relatives who used to do this. And I've picked it up as well. My wife and children noticed me doing it. And I have no idea I'm doing it either. But I'd, I'd be lying in bed and I'd hear him, uh, you know, he'd... he'd uh, He'd be walking around singing the. I'm trying to think of. Um, uh, it was used, it used to be the Flintstones, but nobody would know what the Flintstones is anymore. But let's say Scooby Doo. So it'd be like he'd be going around the house going dooby dooby doo dooby boo dooby boo, and then but then he then he then his brain would start to not know what the rest of the song was, and then he'd just start improvising, just going boo boo Wow. And then you come down like 10 minutes later, go, oh, you were happy. Was I? Yeah, you were going around the house singing the Scooby-Doo theme tune for 20 minutes. No, I wasn't. <laughs> no idea he's doing it. Your dad sounds like a jazz legend. Kind of, yeah. So yeah, I think that's how could... a lot of jazz happens, doesn't it? Where they just start and you start on something and then you just sort of have a go. You just Oh, yeah, he could be a total mind. scat man if he'd uh, been born in the right in the right place yeah. in a slightly different era. That's right. They could have just, you know, the, the the band would start playing and they'd just bring your dad on and then he'd totally take it in a different direction by going off on his own on path. And that's how I think a lot of jazz works. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. I mean, having listened to it for 44 years, I'd have to say nobody would pay money to listen to it. 
Well, but that's because you've heard it too much. I'm probably the person in the family who enjoys it the most, and I'm not particularly enjoying myself listening to it. But you, you've heard it the most, and, and I think you've got to take yourself away. What would a brand new audience think, and what would they think if he was backed by like someone on the saxophone and someone on the double bass? Maybe. Maybe um, familiarity breeds contempt. Maybe, maybe you'd love it. Yeah, I, I think it's. I'm just saying you got to imagine it with a kind of uh, a swing beat and uh, and some real like uh, some like great great jazz piano behind it. And I think I think he's got a sort of Miles Davis like career. Yeah, maybe. Oh God, maybe maybe we wasted his talents all these years. We should have um, we should have got him on the road like a <clears throat> like a young Michael Jackson exploited him. Yeah, well, he'd never have done the same show twice. It would always have been different. And all you need is an audience member to like shout out what what the song should be, and he'd start with that. But then who who knows where it's going to go? Yeah. Well, it normally goes into. Sometimes you go. That's the bit that everyone would look forward to. Yeah. That's the bit he did the boo. Yeah. That's who doesn't love that. That's. That people would be waiting for that, and then of course there'd be the shows he didn't do that because he was sort of branching out, uh, and you know, but it there'd be the legendary shows where that yeah. came up. I'm just realising actually because I do it, and because uh, also it also comes with whistling. You do the same thing with whistling, and my daughter's been desperate to learn how to whistle like me, and she's just started whistling. So I've realised we've now got three generations. We could we could go on the road and be the most hated band in Britain. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. We you're like a family a family group. And different harmonies. I assume we've all got some. Oh no, there different... won't be any harmony. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well then, well then, this is you know the the the, the era for anti harmony. Is it, people are bored of these harmonies sounding lovely. What yeah. we want is three three people doing completely different. Man noise. in his mid seventies, a man in his mid forties, and a five year old girl. Yeah. Going. Yeah. There's, I I think music has different, you know, some people listen to calming music to chill themselves out. Some people listen to music to kind of stimulate them while writing. Your music could be the sort of music that people listen to when when they want to feel really happy about when they don't listen to music. Yeah. So like when, when they're like, when they're sick of listening to music, they listen to your music. I, was, I suppose when they're sick of silence they listen to your music and it makes them really happy to yes, hear silence. That is a good idea. And it was, or they'd just be happy that they didn't grow up in my house. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm not glad I didn't have to lie in bed as a teenager trying to have a lie-in while my dad was walking around in the kitchen downstairs. Yeah, but that's you're making Doing people that. feel grateful for their for their situation. That's, yeah, but that's no, but it is a noise I came music. to love, so it is one of my favourite noises. Well, I'm I look forward to your dad's first uh, EP, your first his first single, hopefully be on Spotify soon. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. I'll get the uh, I'll get the same producer that you're. That you're gonna, that you, you yes, Doctor Dre, Doctor Dre, definitely. He is not a doctor. I should point, just let the children know he's not a doctor. Been pointed out. That was the lie on his. He week. does offer you any medicine. Just say no. Yeah, just it just don't. He's not a doctor. He's a well, sound doctor. Anyway, look. Anyway, look. Um, Ed, the other bit of the other bit of admin I have to check with you um, is uh, if there are any rude words that you're not going to say. This show, uh, as I'm sure you know, is we mentioned it earlier, is suitable for people of all ages, not 100. You know, not going to go into that again. Um, but I just want to check to make sure this show completely friendly, uh, family friendly. Are there any rude words that you're not going to be saying? Yes. Well, as you know, though, I, I've worked in children's entertainment for many years, and uh, so I'm very good at not using rude words. And so I know that. There's on no occasion should you ever use the word tunnocks. So oh. I'm using the word tunnocks. My goodness. No. Is that I'm guessing that was probably first on the list uh whenever you, you host it, you know, it was on a little thing on the wall just saying make sure this is Oh know, absolutely, yeah, yeah, tunics. yeah. It's sort of, you know, yeah. you, you wouldn't want to be uh I don't know, if there was somebody commentating on some sports on news round say, Oh, right in the tunnocks. You don't want that kind of language. No. No, no, it's it's horrendous. And yeah. it goes without saying, obviously, obviously, the phrase "tonics tea cake" was completely is completely out of bounds. Well, of course, of course, yeah, made made doubly worse by the tea cake element, which is uh, oh, it's really appalling. appalling. Yeah, language. yeah. So I won't be yeah. subjecting any of your listeners to uh, either of those either of those words. 
Well, thank you. I appreciate you not saying Tunnock's tea cakes or, or indeed Tunnock's, and I definitely won't. I say won't. I won't say Tunnock's or Tunnock's tea cakes. cakes. Yeah, it's a horrendous, horrendous language, and I don't want us mm. to get cancelled. So, um, absolutely, well, by you. some, by some Tunnock's out there. Well, that's some absolute tea cake. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So, Ed, look, listen. We, we've had we've had this question sent. We've had three questions actually from Emily, who says uh, she is aged one farting hippo. Um, and oh, they put that. in brackets. Sorry, that was a great age. It, it is a very. It is a very downhill good, from there. Well, I don't want to ruin this because Emily put she's aged one farting hippo, and then in brackets, but I'm actually one hundred, <laughs> oh. which is. Which is awful. Uh, and yeah. really, we shouldn't, if that is true, we shouldn't, I shouldn't ask you any of her questions. Which she is more likely? Is. I don't know. I, I'm not sure that. A I'm not sure either. So let's to... roll with it. Let's roll with it. Yeah. Because I don't question? think a 100 year old would admit, would admit to being 100. Yeah. It's too, yeah. So, um, well, she's got three questions. So I think that let's just rattle through these. Would you like them one at a time? Would you like all three at once? Would you like me to read them backwards? How, how would you prefer? Let's to go one at a time. Let's go the okay. conventional, sensible, route. sensible, very sensible. Okay. Question number one from from Emily is, uh, why does cheese smell? Ah. Yes. Uh, well, it's all to do with science, obviously. Uh, if you want to, and if you want to find out why cheese smells, I would recommend you, and you should do this, all of you, get a get a plastic bag, fill it with milk, mm. and then find one of your dad's shoes and push the bag of milk, one of those small bags, you know, like a dog poop bag, push it into your dad's shoe and leave it there for about five days, and then take it out and smell it, and then you'll know why cheese smells. Well, is that how cheese is made? Well, it'll give you a good idea of uh, why it smells, yeah. So you should do that experiment. You should definitely do it. Do it now, kids. That's in a bag, put it with milk, put it on your dad's shoes. That's, I mean, it's incredible. People can do a live experiment while listening to this podcast, and I suppose they can pause it. Maybe unpause it in five days, and, and and it's what I'm here for to educate the nation. And as I said, I've worked in children's entertainment for many years. So, in fact, I'd say, kids, if there's one thing you should do this year as an experiment, it is to fill a small bag with milk, tie it up, and stick it in one of your dad's shoes for five days. Can, can I? Are they able to experiment? Can they go for different types of milk? I'm guessing cow's milk probably best. Maybe goat's milk, sheep's milk. Yes, second best. Maybe oat goat's milk, milk in your mum's shoe. Milk. Yeah, soy milk in your in your brother's shoe. Mm. Yeah, different yeah. milks, different shoes, different members of the family. Yes, I was going to add different types of shoes. I'd assume sports shoes particularly good. Yeah, but remember to write your results down in an exercise book and show your workings. Wow, wow, that is. Do you know what I like, Ed? Is that the the Emily asks this big question and you haven't given an answer, but you've you've enabled the listeners to find their own answers. And yes, that's and that's really that's what educating the nation is all about, Tiernan. It's about empowering the children to to find yes. out for themselves. Yes. Well, I I well listen. I'm I'm going to do that once we get off this call. Um, I don't. I, I do don't live with my dad, so I'm going to have to travel to his house. To right. I'm not sure how I'm going to sneak in. You'll be able, on the way to travel to your house. You'll you'll be able to work out which was my house because you'll hear a man inside going. Until he puts until he puts his shoe on and goes. Ah! Edward, <laughs> what's this in my shoe? That is the uh, special Ed put milk in my shoe remix. You uh, know how cheese smells by now. Yes. Yes, it's, but it doesn't stop. Doesn't mean you should stop experimenting. You know that the whole thing with science is that you keep trying and you you keep seeing all the results. There's no sort of finite, definite answer, is there? With science, it's all about experimenting and exactly yes. So even if you do know how cheese smells, just keep doing just, it. Yeah, and because it ch- ch- smells different, cheese smells different different seasons as well. Like some some cheeses, I remember being told this in a shop by a clever person who who worked in the shop, saying like, "Oh, this cheese is particularly nice this season, or this cheese is particularly soft <laughs> this season." And so you know, I assume it's the same with uh, putting milk in a shoe. And uh, putting milk in a shoe in December, it's going to give you a different smell to putting milk in a shoe. It, in, it most uh, certainly is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do yes. it in the heat wave. Yeah, in the, do in it, the really the... horrible heat. <laughs> Particularly do it then. Yeah, that is 
<laughs> that's going to provide a really quite amazing smell uh, with yeah. some very powerful, powerful answers and results. Wow. Well, that's a that's a great answer. Thank you, Ed. I I glad to be a service. I, I, I would. Uh, I, probably, I I feel like this is up to the listeners now to 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 discover how that works. Um, listen, Amelie's second question is. She's asked some big questions here, um, but, but this one is is pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, she's asked, if my butt exploded, how would I poop? Right. Well, I'd say that that would be the least of your worries and you should be seeking me- urgent medical treatment. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but there's still, that's fair. But even with the medical treatment, you might need to poo. You might need to poop. It's still... I just think you're going to have if your if your bum has just exploded, mm. I don't think you're going to be worrying about that too much. Sure, I mean it's possible it exploded because you, you need to poop so much and you hadn't pooped that it just sort of went. Everything's got to come out. Yeah, like that book about the dinosaur. You I read that? No, no, oh yeah, dinosaur that pooped Christmas. Right? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. Is that one of the? It's a, yeah, no, we 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 bought it for our kids. They loved it, and then uh, obviously the guy, it was a great idea, but he had one idea, and he really rolled with it. So then there then there was dinosaur right. that pooped a rainbow, dinosaur that pooped a birthday cake. I think. Is this, I think he's is on book twenty five it... now. He's got the dinosaur that pooped the House of Commons, the dinosaur right. that pooped uh, the quantum theory of everything. Wow, who's is is this one of the Brontes that wrote this? Was it was it Charles Dickens? Who is this one of the classics? It was Dickens. Dickens, yes, it was yeah. Dickens. Yeah, of course, of course. So it's a poor orphan dinosaur who, you know, despite a series of unlucky things, eventually pooped out a rainbow and yeah, that's fine. But the you know the good thing was that it uh, it inspired the the Liberal government to set up, set up the foundations of the welfare state. Yeah. Yeah. So these books sound very important. I I've missed yeah, those. Thanks, pooping dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> Great expect poop poopsions. No, it doesn't work, does it? Well, look. <laughs> I it's a, <laughs> I I feel I do feel Ed. I do, you know. I you you were very direct, and and your answer to the first question was very helpful. I think. Um. You know. I'm sure listeners are going to all, all all try it. But your answer. I feel like you're dodging the actual answer to the second question. You're just saying if your butt exploded, you'd be worried about the fact that your butt has exploded. Yes. But Amelie here seems very cool with her butt exploding and is just worried how she's going to poop. How she's going to poop. Mm. Uh, uh, stop eating. Still not, which, still which to be honest, if your bum's exploded, you're going to be stopping eating pretty soon anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, I would wonder is, you know, if you if you did that, your butt exploded, if you did poop, would it be like a scattergun effect? Would it sort of fire out or would it just sort of fall out because you, you've got no bum? Yeah, like a you skeleton. You, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, well, at least um, you could, well, it would, it would speed things up, wouldn't it? Speed up the digestive process. Yeah, it just sort of all just... Well, it, because is it mice that just sort of wee as they run along? Yes, horrible things. Yeah, I've yeah, got them in my cellar. Yeah, they do that. They poo, yeah, they poo they and just... wee everywhere when they're just completely uncontrollably. They've got no bladder control whatsoever. You say it's horrible. I think it's quite a bit like you it's when like... you're on Nintendo. Yeah, but that's it. But this is the thing, right? If you sometimes you're in a rush to get somewhere, but you really need a wee, you've got to then find somewhere to wee. Uh, or poo and then you've got to get on your way and then you're late whereas a mouse is just like i'm gonna keep going and just yeah. get rid of this and i feel like there's something very efficient and time saving about doing that well they're and busy yes that. lots to do busy 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 well exactly loads of cereal to nick and and, and yeah, yeah. To chew holes in and so they've got a to-do list as long as their arm i mean they've got yeah. very short little arms but you know what yes, i mean it's true. true but their writing is quite small so tiny tiny yeah really tiny so, you know, I'm just saying if your butt exploded and you pooed, like it just sort of fell out, then you could just keep going. Like if you needed to poo on the way to school, it wouldn't matter. It just sort of do it on the way. Oh, God. <laughs> what a world to live in that would be. So with that, I, I okay, well, I'll refer back to your original answer then is you wouldn't worry about pooping because your butt had exploded. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with the original answer. Okay, that's fine. We'll stop thinking about what happened if poop just just fell out. Um, 
And then, well, listen, the third question from, from Emily, this is the, the third and final one. And I should say it relates quite quite well to the first question uh, that, that you had. Oh, good. Um, so Emily has put, what ca-, this is all in capitals, so I'm going to read it as, as it's written. What came first, feety cheese or cheesy feet? Oh, that is a good question. Mm. Well, again, I would refer you to science. So it's always best with a question like this. Think about it scientifically. So what came first, fish or the fishy smell? Well, the fish, obviously, the fish came mm. first. Mm. So the cheese must have come before the cheesy smell. Yes. So the cheese would have been swimming around with the fish in the in the primordial soup during the origins of, of life on Earth. And that's scientific. We've proved that now with science. So the cheese came first. Cheese came first. Before the cheese, like the fish, evolved, grew legs, started walking around. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, and and then and then feet copied cheese. Yes, exactly. Thinking, maybe exactly. thinking, if maybe thinking that's a great s- smell. Yeah, that's how I want to smell. Exactly, the cheese came yes. first. Yes, is it? Was it said, and that's why to cheese... this day, if you, that's why the cheese farmers are are running around in the field with a big stick trying to clobber. Yes, it does have a, a Wednesday jail that's skipping around their fields. Very hard job. Very the Wednesdaydales, they're always skipping, aren't they? They're always so happy, the Wednesdaydales. They always, they're always so happy. They're so, because I'm, they're sort of crumbly light, you know, yeah. it's just sort of enables them to in the world. around. And, and then yeah, the Red Leicesters, yeah. they're, oh, they're incredibly easy to catch with a big, big need, big yes. fat calves just thumping around the place. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. That's, that's why there's exactly so much it. more of it in the shops, you see. Cheddar, cheddar is very, very easy to catch. A very lazy cheese. Yes, that is true. That and is barely true. self get it, barely get itself out of the house. Just steps out the front door, one wallop over the head, bang! So the mm. supermarket shelves are stuffed full of it. It's a sort of smoked cheese. It's always sunbathing. You just sort of just get it. Parmesan. Yeah, Parmesan is impossible because Parmesan is the uh, always, always on a little Vespa, isn't it? Scooting around the place, yes. very hard to catch. That's why it's so expensive. Very tricky. Very tricky. It's, 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 there's a lot. More skill to cheese farming than, than people think. You know? Oh, a lot more. Savage. It's a savage business. Yeah. There's little mini baby bells. They roll away. It just yep. takes. You have to get a big net. Catch them, especially hills. You have to get them. Like, well, that's why they have the trawlers for the baby bills, don't they? The baby yes, bells. Yes. Oh. yes, yes. And the baby bills as well, yes. Yeah, it's very tricky. It's very, I mean, the, the, you know, I would say that the, Emily, the, the weird thing about Emily's question is that she says, she says, she, feety cheese or cheesy feet. Is is feety cheese the cheese that you get between your toes, or or is it just is it just cheese that is in the shape? Of, I don't I don't know what that means. Feety cheese. Hmm. She said, but, "Is it what came first, feety cheese or cheesy feet?" We know what cheesy feet are. They're feet that smell like cheese. Hmm. Is feety cheese cheese that feet cultivate or that f- cheese that looks? like Oh, I feet? thought feety cheese was. I assumed it was the. Uh... Those little bits that you get in in the side of your uh, toenails and things. Yes, that's what. Right, that's what I thought. Yeah. 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 But when you I smell know. them and you go, "Oh, what's that smell?" Well, that's the cheese, and the cheese came first. Yes. Yes. Right. That's good. That's. I just wanted to clarify that. So thank you. That makes mm. that makes an awful. That's lot science. Sense. Science. It's so much science in today's podcast, and and you know I thank mm. you. Well, as I said, it, I'm uh, here to educate. I feel you have. I feel you have. And I feel, um, you know, if any of the listeners do carry out Ed's uh, incredible experiment uh, ideas, please let us know the, the results. Please do. Uh, they will. Yes, I, I hope they do. Um, and, and listen, Ed, thank you. Thank you for answering that. Not one, but not even two, but three questions, not four, three. And I, you know, I appreciate that. Emily should have sent one. It's quite cheeky, really, but she's 100 years old. How's she going to know? She's probably not going to act listen to the podcast she breaks all the rules that's probably so, taking liberties yeah yeah i think so it's 100 year olds just, just drive me bonkers um have you got a busy uh busy rest of the the day you're, you're why burping all over the place or um yeah yeah gonna help my uncle with a bit of cheese farming as well nice what's he trying to catch oh he's seen some uh some particularly cheeky looking uh edam oh that is yeah that is hard yeah is just hard. just he spotted them uh, cycling around. So we're going to try and jump out on a cycle path and accost a few of them. 
Excellent. Well, very good luck. Very good luck to you and, and indeed your uncle uh, on that. Thanks so much to Ed Petrie for returning to the show once again to deliver his wisdom and answer Amelie's question, even if she is actually 100, which would then mean she couldn't hear the answer. Um, and good luck to everyone uh, putting all the cheese in your soggy earwax bins, sorry, grown-ups shoes. I hope that goes very well and do let us know the science experiment results. Um, Amelie, I hope you liked Ed's theories to your questions, uh, if you could hear them. And if you didn't enjoy the answers, then do send all your complaints on a soon-to-explode butt, as that way it'll explode before it arrives and I won't have to read it. Thank you. And of course, if you out there want to send in a question that needs answering for this show, then you no longer have to wait for the twice yearly email pig to arrive in your area. No, you just need to get your soggy earwax bins. Sorry, I've done it again. Grown ups to help you email us at podcast at comedy club for kids.co.uk. Do check out our live shows at comedy club for kids.co.uk for when we're near you and grab our T-shirts and book at comedy club for kids store. Now, while you were listening to that, I moved my calendar and clock round to the exact time the pod goblin arrives and, like you have to, I'm hiding in a hedge with just my arm out, waving my official podcastable contraption licence and I'll begin making the noise to call him out. Pod, 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 pod! Pod, 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 morning, everyone. I've arrived! Ah, oh, hello, Pod Goblin. What pods do you have for my ears to enjoy this, um, definitely 12th of Jultember? Well, hang on, I've got a really spiky one. Hang on, one second. Oh, that was disgusting. Mm, lovely. Well, I've got the Comedy Club for Squids, Radu Squid Said Show, which this time is all about when you hide as a rock and then a tortoise sits on your head. No, I couldn't think of anything worse. That sounds terrible. Um, I've got the True Crime podcast, What Happened to Claire's Crisps? Which is the episode where they find out someone has also taken Steve's crisps. Oh, that sounds exciting. There's All Filler, where they rank all the sandwich fillings, and Cough Menu, where every show someone different coughs on the hosts. And, of course, the very popular show Grimble Loves Chairs, which is about Grimble, who interviews a different chair every week. What do you want? Oh, lovely. Well, I'll tell you what, Grimble Loves Shares sounds great. Can I get a few episodes of that, or do you only have the one? Only one, I'm afraid. It was too cold to carry more than that. As you know, they'll just freeze in the bag that I carry it. Hang on a second. It's not normally this cold in Jiltember. Uh... My bogey froze! It usually sizzles and fries in the heat, so I can have it in a sandwich later. That is disgusting. Let me check with the dog of time. You should be walking around woofing the time and date any second now. Oh, no. You've tricked me! How dare you! No podcast for you ever again! Ah, well, that's a shame. But you see, it's just so much easier going on one of the podcast sites, isn't it, to get your podcasts and to leave a review. Um, that's what I'm just going to do now to find out which Chair Grimble has interviewed this week. Think yourself lucky you didn't live in the olden days when I had to go through with that sort of thing every single time. Oh, oh, I have to go. The internet trumpeter is coming round and I need to buy three cups of Wi-Fi so I can load up this episode in time. See you next week. Bye. You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. It's the end.